0: Hello, hello, welcome back for the part two of the podcast episode talking all about key mistakes that so many outstanding, incredible experts, coaches, consultants make that gets them to a sales plateau. So have you, if you have experienced a sales plateau in your income and in your revenue, and you already have a successful business, but something has been stagnated for a few months, maybe the last three to four months, then this episode is for you. So how do you create generational wealth for you and your family without feeling burnt out, overwhelmed or sacrificing that special time with your family and friends? And how to run your business like a true CEO? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. Hi, I'm Elena Dakas, and I'm a founder and CEO of Bossy Hills. And for the last 20 years, I have been buying and selling companies. I have bought and sold over 50 companies worth over 10 billion US dollars, and opened the lids to hundreds of businesses to see what works from the inside. Why is it that one company has everything going for it? Celebrity stay huge following, but underneath it all the founder is trapped within its business, hating its clients, can't exit, and can't scale. And those elements over the last 20 years what successful companies had in common and what failed businesses missed to implement is what I have put into my signature framework powerhouse CEO. And those are the insights I will be sharing with you every single week. So if you have missed a first part of this episode, go back and listen to it. There are some real golden nuggets. So we got some amazing feedback from our listeners about it. And really, the background of this was I was teaching in, in this high-level mastermind, and it was interesting because there was lots of successful people at different stages of their business journey. Some getting to their first six figures, some hitting their multiple six figures, and some g- going to hit their seven figures. And some I'm um, uh, on the way. There was multiple seven figures. And really, a lot of people have been experiencing this idea of sales plateau, like they feel like they're trying to do activities, they're trying to grow their uh, business, the profits, the revenue, but just feeling really stuck. Nothing, Nothing seems to budge. They've hit a sales plateau in the last three to six months. And what is really causing that? It seems like they're doing so much, they're busy, their team is busy, but they're not seeing the kind of the breakthrough results they're really expecting. So this is what we're covering. We're covering some of the mistakes that can be causing this. Um, and this is this is gonna be particularly relevant if you have an info-based product business. So let's dive deep. What are kind of mistakes you want to avoid? And what are we going to be talking about is something just awareness of that and understanding is going to be really crucial for you because just knowing and being able to think about your own business things, actually, does this apply? Wow, where can I review my business activity, what I'm doing, what I'm not doing, perhaps that I can optimize my performance and This is really the intention of it. So let's dive deep. So one of the keys, some mistakes so many people do is they have a really weak offers. And part of that, um, and here's the thing, you see, the offer is so important in your business. In fact, offer is really important in any business, but particularly in the information-based business. But um, there are so many bad offers, and the problem is people, when you have a bad offer... Um, no matter how many much raven, many Raven fans you have even if you have an amazing audience that just absolutely adore you, people do not buy bad offers they just don't, and sometimes what happens is, I see certainly a lot of that In my business, where I work with clients, so people come into my world, they feel like they're doing everything right, you know, they're preparing launches, they're working really hard, like the amount of work these entrepreneurs really put in their business is really incredible. Um, And they're running ads, they're doing launches, they have funnels, they're really consistent with their social media presence and content, they're posting on multiple platforms three to four times a week. They're going live on different platforms. They're doing all the things. But somehow, especially during launch time or when they have a promotion or where they're trying to sell, it's just not working. And they're like, I don't understand why it's not working. I'm doing this stuff. I'm running ads. I'm posting I'm everywhere. Why is the conversion so low? Like I'm getting sales, but sales are not what you would expect. And right when we talk about conversion, by the way, I know sometimes you can you can throw words out there if you if you it effectively means a process to get a person from being a lead a stranger who's just getting to know you to becoming a client and raving fan that's what we're talking about when we mean by conversion process so when we look at people's businesses in eight times out of ten people just really have really bad offers and you can tell if people have bad offers even when they introduce themselves and even people, when they're actually quite successful, when you ask them, what is it that you do and what is it your product does, it takes them a very long time to explain it. And even after the explanation is still not very clear. And the problem with that, is the difficulty for, it, for people to fix that because they're so close to their product, they don't see that that's what's happening. It's like a typical blind spot that it's not invisible to you and you don't see it, but so obvious with people. You know, it's so obvious to me or people who have a lot of business experience. So that is something to think about. And bad offers will never sell or they will sell poorly. So but having a good offers will sell itself. This is how you need to think about good offers. They will sell itself. People who don't need to know you, don't need to know many things. You can be completely unknown, but have a really good office and it's going to sell us. And a lot of time people get really confused what the offer is. And actually, this is one of the things that we'll be diving deeper and, and doing a lot more training. So stay tuned for that. We have a lot of really exciting releases coming out in 2023. and One of them will be about offers and really helping you in my typical way, in a concise, punchy, really potent way to create really powerful offers that just sell themselves. So what you need to think of your offer is another way of thinking. It's like a promise, but not some silly promise that's overused promise, like lose five kilos in the next five days or get a hundred K in the next 30 days. Those are overused promises. You need to think about an offer is like a packaged offer. That's just so it's, you can't say no to it. You feel really silly saying no to it. And And the best feeling about it is like, you just know you have to have it. I don't know if you ever have this when you, when you, when you maybe bought something recently, it's like the offer was so good. You just, you didn't want to spend the money. Maybe it was not the right time. Maybe you were busy, but you just knew this offer is just so good. I have to have it. And you have a huge FOMO of not buying it and you just went ahead and bought it. That's a sign of a really good offer. So that is something to look at. How clearly are articulating value? How clearly can people see the results that they're getting from your offer? Is it really real no-brainer decision for them. Are you able to clearly articulate what you think does, why it is different, why it is better than anything else on the market in a really concise way? That is offer, that is messaging, right? Really, really powerful. So that's mistake number one, key, key mistake. Another thing that I see a lot of people do is actually getting quite flat out overworked with one-to-one work. And that actually happens at many levels in the organization and business growth. You might think, well, it probably happens at the early stage of business growth when experts just getting started, they have a lot of one-to-one clients. And what happens is when they get excited, they book a lot of one-to-one clients, they you know, it takes a lot of energy out of them. And what happens is they don't have any time left to build a real time freedom business model. They don't have time to invest in learning new skills, how to scale powerfully by working less. They don't have time to educate themselves. They don't have time for mentorship. And because of that... And also they spend all their days on the the calls and one-to-one calls. By the end of the day, they just frankly don't have any more to give or they leave it later at night and then there's no energy, there's no brain power to really think and create different type of models. So don't make this mistake. And that actually happens a lot. Um, Even further down the line, maybe you have a lot of group products that you teach live. And if you haven't set up your team appropriately, and, um, you know, I see this with a lot of my, uh, you know, clients that are ready to scale for seven figures. They also actually get into this stage. Maybe they're running several offers, several group offers, so they a lot of their time is tied into it, but they also have taken on a lot of one-to-one clients. Yes, one-to-one clients pay an amazing money, but... What that does mean is their ability to scale further or create this long-term vision for their business is diminishing or working on their real true visibility plan. So one of my challenges and work that we do with them is really thinking about really optimizing that time, setting up the teams that structure differently, setting up the systems, making sure they delegate more, training coaches within the organization so they don't have to be present on those calls. And also making sure that the priority set in the business in the right way that we dedicate enough time for the CEO work uh, first and foremost and for the long term vision thinking about your visibility planning are you actually getting visible in front of different communities are you speaking on stages are you speaking on virtual stages because that is the most powerful way to build your brand to build your name and that also you know that is a key priority so that is something to watch out for when you look at your diary think about it right now do you feel like by the end of the day, after you finish all your Zoom meetings or your calls, you feel completely drained and you have things you want to work on? Maybe you want to have this passive income stream in your business, like a membership or courses. They want to set up some really f- fun funnels that sell themselves but you just don't have the time to be able to do that. So that is a key challenge for you to look at your diary and think about, right, how do I need to optimize this? Whose help can I get to really help me have strategic view and oversight of my business? Can I get this mentorship or some perspective to say, actually, am I running my business in the most efficient way? Or do I need to make structural changes and really think about taking key steps to set up the business I want to have in five to 10 years' time from now and am i taking action in this direction this is it a lot of people come to me and say yes i have the dream of running this kind of business and then we're looking at what they do day to day and actually there's very little strategic long-term activity is done in that direction and that is a big change and when people once people make this change they see huge results it's t- strategically taking those changes and they see results but what the results really there are they're setting foundation for this transformation that will come in a year's time in 18 months and then in 18 months there is a massive leap and a shift and this is how you actually avoid sales plateau the way you avoid sales plateau is you think ahead you think year, five years in advance, you think long-term, what kind of business you are actually creating, what is the vision that you have, what is this, how do you want the end state, like begin with an end in mind, right, by Stephen Covey, What is that you're building? The sales plateau happens is when things keep happening in the routine. You're just doing your thing. You're doing it really well and you're doing your thing day in and out. And so you have maybe a machine already built in. It's like operating. It's doing well. But if you're not making changes to this machine, if you're not upgrading the engine, if you're not taking time, slowly put some new uh, improvements into this vehicle, the vehicle is going to deteriorate. So that is actually a you know, different conversation, but that is a conversation. Sales plateau happens when you're not upgrading the engine, when you are not planning in advance, when the new machine needs to be built. Some In some businesses, whilst you're running your Ferrari, you need to be building another bigger, better, different machine alongside it at the same time. So then it takes you a year to build it, and then a year from now, now you have two machines running right? That's the power. So sales plateau is really happens when you neglect long-term thinking, when you just case, which is important, don't get me wrong, chasing monthly cash flow. But alongside that, you need to be thinking about what kind of business you actually want to run in five years time from now. Key question to ask yourself. So another mistake is, Perhaps I, I see a lot of people that are wasting time on strategies and business strategies and sales strategies that actually leaving them exhausted and burnt out and this is true if at the end of the day you feel really energetically exhausted maybe you feel a bit drained and it takes you also at the start of your day you find yourself takes you a while to actually get to work or start your day you maybe find yourself procrastinating or scrolling and doing things and you know you have a lot of things on your to-do list but somehow you just can't start that active action taken type of kind of activity level so that's a good good sign that actually perhaps some of the strategies that you are implementing in your business leaving you drained and then you don't feel excited about them right um and this is a sign, perhaps deeply underneath it all, you actually resent what you're doing. We resent what you're doing. I see a lot of people, for example, they, you know, they have a strategy where they maybe do a lot of engagement. They send DMs, comments, Facebook groups, um, but actually they're not seeing the results, the returns. So it becomes a really draining experience. Where actually one of the things I love about the way. Um, that I find the most effective way to sell high-ticket sales. In fact, any sales, if you're a course creator, if you sell a coaching or expert-type product, the best way to sell your offer is by speaking. People need to hear you speak, right? They need to hear your voice. They need to hear your energy. But they also need to understand why they should buy from you, why your product is better than everyone else in the market. Because people only buy products that they believe is the best in the market. They only buy from people who are true experts, not who is just started and doesn't know what they're doing. The people want to buy from people who are true experts, who they see as an authority in that field. So, this is your space. In, while you speak is really to articulate that. And a lot of people kind of, you know, they like to chat and talk and it's all about vibe and energy. And yes, energy is really important. But also what you say, how you say, what your message is, why it should be compelling. What is your key uh, unique selling proposition for your offer? Why and why is it the best way to get to their desired destination? And if you articulate that powerfully, on the way that really persuades people. So it's really using this persuasion skills. I mean, I love all this topic because, of course, we teach that inside Powerhouse CEO program. There's all this subconscious communication. But if you do it powerfully, you don't have to sell. This is one of the best thing about this process is that, you know, one of my clients always say, "You don't." it feels like I, I don't ever have to sell. The messaging is so powerful. The messaging does the selling for you. You don't ever have to pitch, you don't have to sell. People ask to buy from you. That's the big difference. So think about that. Is what you're doing, the way you're running the business, the sales strategies they follow, is it actually giving you energy or is it taking you away? Key sign that if, that, if it's draining, that, that's perhaps something you should look at. And also another thing I see people happen, especially when they're hitting sales plateau, is that is a sign perhaps you're doing too much of things in your business yourself. Hmm. And this happens, especially with very capable entrepreneurs. The entrepreneurs that are those go-getters that can just... They can do everything themselves. Like, give them a website, they can build a website. Give them a funnel, they can do it. Give them an ad funnel to run, they will do it. They're scrappy, they can do stuff. And they're very successful. But what happens further down the line, it does get to a stage when actually, yes you can do everything yourself but it doesn't mean you have to um and i know that for a lot of people it's actually very difficult i know they have to maybe outsource they have to get support they have to recruit a team they have to get mentors they have to get consultants they have to get help but actually that's quite difficult for them so they're just natural tendency to take on a lot of things themselves because they are so capable but what happens is, you know, it does get to a draining situation where they even start resenting parts of their work, where they, you know, maybe a little bit of a burnout. You know, burnout is a funny word, it's kind of such an overused word, right? But it really what it means is when you feel you just don't have that zest and you don't jump out of bed anymore to start working on your business. That is a big sign to say, actually, you need more support. Perhaps you need more support at home. Perhaps you need more support around your business. And for a lot of people, and I'm certainly one of them, and I have, you know, that's I'm certainly carrying a lot of bruises about that, um, especially over my, my business career, my business experiences and running businesses that is t- definitely my natural tendency to take on a lot of things on my own shoulders uh, and i can see it in others and i can see it in myself and sometimes it's really difficult for people to actually accept support and i don't know whether that makes sense to you but um i for a lot of people it's actually really difficult to accept support even from therapists uh from coaches from mentorship there's a real kind of sense Uh, Of wanting to do it yourself, and I remember years ago when I was running one of my businesses, I was just late at night working, and I was so tired. I was exhausted. I had, you know, young children. I was driven and motivated for sure, but the amount of work I was taking on my shoulders was just, you know, just it wasn't smart. I felt a really internal pride from doing everything myself. I'm like, oh, I can figure it out. I can do it. But also what was actually underneath it all is this belief that we have, that society kind of instills in us that when we're busy, when we work hard, that means we are We are successful. Like being busy is like almost a badge of honor. It's like a pride associated with that. That you're working hard, that means you're successful. Because we have this belief that in order to be successful, you have to work hard. And you know, this is comes from our parents, uh, from our society, from our schooling to say, well, it's the if you work hard, you're gonna be successful. Well, the reality is, especially if you're running a business, and it really is an employee mindset, if you think about it, because, of course, when you're an employee, the way you get ahead in business and the way you get a promotion is when you outwork all your peers, when you are most committed, the most dedicated, when you work harder than everyone else around you, you get a promotion. That's an employee mindset, kind of a factory worker mindset, which is a lot of our grandparents' uh, parents' behaviors come from. Where in the CEO world, in an entrepreneurship, when you run your own business, if actually your only competitive advantage is to outwork everyone else, well, you can be beaten like that every day. Another you know, company just hires a team, and you know you're out of business. So it's now, when you own your own business, you need to be most effective, most efficient. You want to get, you want to get the shortest route to your destination, to your desired outcome. You don't want to do lots of activity that gets you nowhere, keeps you busy, keeps you feeling productive, makes you feel satisfied, but actually is not getting you as quickly as possible to where you want to get to. So as a CEO, as a business owner, you need to be thinking, is this the route that's going to take me the fastest? Whose help can I get? It's not about... How, right? The how will be the thing that is the thing that gets in the way of running a business. It's the who. Whose support can I get? How can I make it easy? How can it get to be easy? How can I, this is the type of questions. How can it be easy? How can I make huge amount of impact, huge amount of revenue by doing it in an easy, fast way? What's the straightest line from A to B? I don't want to do zigzag around the corners. What's the fastest? What's the straightest line? And this is how I always think about the business. And this is what I always, my, is always the question I ask myself. What is the fastest way to get there? What is the thing that's going to give my clients the fastest results that is always what's underneath everything i encourage you to be thinking about this way as well so here's a few things for you to think about and really and also consider this Especially when you're looking at that is consider especially if you're hitting the sales plateau is thinking right, what is my conversion process performance looks like? What is my process of getting strangers from strange getting people from strangers to buyers in a shortest period of time looks like? How long does it actually take my lead or the person that just enters my world to then become a client? What does that process looks like? And if you don't know what that process looks like, that's a big red flag. If you don't know how long this time takes for the person to be from, go from stranger to buyer, that's a red flag. That's something you need to fix. But also, if that takes a long time, if you know people may be sitting on your email list for six to nine months or a year without buying and then never buy or maybe buy much later, you also need to be thinking how can I speed this up how can I take this process that someone enters my world to become a client and shorten that, not for this to be a year, six months, two years, but how can I make it as quickly as possible? And of course, that's what we obsess about inside Powerhouse CEO and bringing this process to 45 minutes to 24 hours. And that is the power. And if you can measure it, you can track it. This is how you can really escape that sales plateau and have a real, real breakthrough performance. One of the problems so many outstanding experts face is what I call an invisible expert trap. This is where you post three to four times a week and 70% of your content is incredible information. And this information itself can change people's lives. But no one seems to care. No one's asking to buy from you every day. And the truth is you're not quite sure where your next client is coming from and business feels really unstable. You don't have consistent sales or consistent cash flow in your business and you can't predict how much money you're going to make in the next month or the next quarter. This is what I see so many outstanding coaches, experts, service providers face. Even though their results are incredible, they have client testimonials, people tell them all the time, I'm not sure why you're not fully booked. If that sounds like you, I have something very special for you. I am running an incredibly powerful masterclass where I will show you how to avoid this trap, how to create consistent sales in your business, and how to turn your business into cash generating machine. All you need to do is send me an email on contact at bossyheels.com or send me a DM on Instagram on Bossy Heels Club and I will send you an invite.